1: In Miami-Dade County, Florida, bowling alleys, movie theaters, concert halls, and arcades can open at 50% capacity. In California, where cases are falling, San Francisco today reopening hair and nail salons and gyms with limited capacity and face coverings required. Just because things are open doesn't mean we now need to do it all. All over the country, some states and cities are moving forward with phased reopenings. And some of the activities we've missed so much are now becoming available again. But before you run off to the movies or your favorite restaurant, you do need to think carefully about how to balance the risks and the benefits and what precautions you can take to try and keep safe. On today's episode, we're gonna look at some of the guidance and also the CDC recommendations for safely reopening. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's Chief Medical Correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact Versus Fiction. Remember Friday night date nights? It's been a long, long time since my wife and I went out for dinner. In most of the country, restaurants have reopened with either outdoor or indoor dining. But a lot of people are asking, is it safe? Based on what we know right now, handling or consuming food does not seem to be one of the primary ways the virus is spread. But there are fears about environmental risks in restaurants. Earlier this month, the CDC issued a new study looking at community spread. What they found was that adults who tested positive for COVID-19 were twice as likely to have reported dining at a restaurant in the 14 days before they became ill compared to those who tested negative. Wolf Blitzer asked Dr. Anthony Fauci about this in a recent interview.
0: What's your advice to those who are eager, as so many of us are, to return to restaurants, get a good meal, sit around a table, and have a good time with friends? You're not ruling out going to a restaurant completely, but restaurant owners should be aware that particularly if you're in a zone where you have a significant degree of infection, you either do outdoor dining or if it's indoor, you don't do it at 100 percent capacity.
1: In Michigan, 128 people contracted COVID-19 after visiting a bar back in June, and 24 more cases were linked to community spread from that bar meaning they got infected without even visiting the bar themselves. That bar said they had been following the state safety guidelines in place at the time, including limiting capacity and spacing tables. But I guess the real question is what can you do to limit your risk and try to protect yourself? I think it makes sense to check with the restaurant ahead of time about their COVID-19 policies. What are they doing to help stop the spread? Are the staff wearing masks? Do they have outdoor dining options? Are they capping occupancy to try and limit crowds? When you get there, you should take some basic precautions. Wear your mask as much as possible when not eating and maintain a proper physical distance. Look for a table that's at least six feet away from other people. Try to sit away from the entrance to restrooms or places where people might congregate and remember to wash your hands. Here's what Dr. William Schaffner of Vanderbilt University told CNN recently.
0: I think the first thing they should consider is who are you? Are you older? Do you have an underlying illness? If that's the case, be extra cautious. See if you could eat outside rather than inside. If you're there with another couple, for example, uh, wear the mask unless you're eating and drinking and absolutely make sure that the restaurant spreads people apart and all the wait staff are
1: masked. According to the CDC, the lowest-risk dining option, no surprise, is still going to be takeout or drive through Outdoor dining is a little riskier, but better than indoor dining. And the CDC notes that the risk can be even higher anywhere that seating capacity has not been reduced. Last month, AMC reopened more than 100 of their movie theaters across the country. With new hygiene policies in place, to help curb the spread of coronavirus. But is it safe yet to go back to the movie theaters? Well, in theory, a movie theater could potentially be safer than a restaurant. Why? Well, everyone is facing the same direction rather than each other, and they're not talking. That could limit the spread of airborne particles from one person to another, especially if everyone is wearing masks. But really, it all depends on how it's done. Physical distancing is vital. CNN's Evan McMorris-Santoro visited a movie theater in New Jersey, which recently reopened at limited capacity.
0: And it's a very strange experience. You can see people in there, they're buying popcorn, they're going to the movies, but the rules in New Jersey are very strict. 25% capacity, you have to wear a mask if you're in the theater unless you're, like, munching on popcorn at that moment, and you have to sit distant from each other uh, unless you're there with people that you bought tickets with. Now, the deal here, inside the theater, they make very clear... They say, if you violate any of those rules, we're going to throw you out. When you walk up to the door, it says, if you have any symptoms, any reason why you shouldn't be in this movie theater today, tell us, we'll give you a refund for your ticket.
1: Try to buy your tickets online in advance so you can avoid waiting in lines or touching ticket machines when you get there. And call your theater ahead of time to check what precautions they are taking. Are they staggering show times? Are they cleaning theaters in between screenings? Have they upgraded their ventilation system to help with filtration? I know it's a hassle, but getting these questions answered ahead of time can be a huge help. Even with those measures in place, you should avoid movie theaters if your community has a high number of cases. That means there's more likely to be virus circulating wherever you go. Gyms are also reopening in some states, and I know many of you have been eager to hit the treadmill after the last few months of being stuck at home. But as concerned as you are about your fitness, you do have to be safe about this. Again, check out your gym's website to see if they have the option to reserve a spot in advance. What extra precautions are they taking? Some gyms have installed plexiglass between workout stations to help prevent spread. What are they doing to increase ventilation in the space? Also, be prepared that locker rooms are likely to be closed, so you'll have to change and shower at home instead. If your gym has outdoor facilities... That's obviously going to be your best bet. If you are indoors, try to maintain as much physical distance as possible between yourself and others. If you're using shared equipment, wipe down surfaces with disinfecting wipes before and after use. And avoid using shared items that cannot be cleaned in between each use. Remember, do wear a mask. No high fives. Here is health and fitness expert Jillian Michaels, who recovered from covid earlier this year.
0: If you do go, be overwhelmingly diligent. Do not touch your mask under any circumstances. And you know what? There are other ways to support your gym. A lot of them have online classes. So many personal trainers I know are doing personal training sessions through FaceTime.
1: Now that more people are out and about, going to work or school, we do have to think about how we're getting from point A to point B. Most public transportation systems stayed open throughout the pandemic, sometimes with limited service and new hygiene policies. If you're planning to take the bus or the subway in your city, then you're going to want to take some extra precautions to help stay safe and curb the spread. Wash your hands before you leave home, and again when you arrive at your destination. If you can, pack a to-go kit for the trip. Hand sanitizer, disinfectant wipes, tissues, masks— You should wear a mask and practice physical distancing as much as possible during your trip. Try and travel during non-peak hours when there's going to be fewer passengers. While you're on the go, avoid touching your eyes, your nose, and your mouth. Try to limit touching high-traffic surfaces like turnstiles, ticket machines, touchscreens, handrails, benches. And if you have to touch them, make sure you wash or sanitize your hands right after. Look for guidelines from your local transit authorities. Many subways and buses are using signs or floor decals to indicate six feet of physical distance between riders. Here's Patrick Foy, the chairman of New York's Metropolitan Transportation Authority.
0: Public health experts agree that the single most important thing that one can do on public transit is to wear a mask. It protects the wearer, it protects fellow commuters, and it protects our employees.
1: If you're not feeling well, you should stay home. Public transit is not the best idea today. Avoid buses and subways where you could potentially spread the virus to others. And if you're in a higher risk population, either due to your age or pre-existing condition, then you need to carefully weigh the risks and benefits of non-essential travel. Look, I know we're all eager for life to get back to normal. I'm right there with you. But it's hard to say when that's going to happen. It may not be anytime soon, But in the meanwhile, there are options, as long as we take the necessary precautions. You have to plan a little bit more. You have to be a little bit more thoughtful. And I'll say it again, masks and physical distancing are the most important things we can do right now to keep ourselves safe and also help curb the spread of this virus. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast.